0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number two of Podcast and Coffee with a very, very interesting guest today. This is Kieran Foley. Kieran Foley is a personal trainer and um, fitness fanatic and expert in health and well-being. And Kieran, uh, if you want, to tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey and how you've come along.
1: Thanks, Russ. Thanks for inviting me on the show. It's a pleasure it's a um, I'm a, so I'm a personal trainer at the moment, working at a Bend on Carlisle. I've been working here for about six years and um, I've been in the fitness industry about nine years. Prior to being in the fitness industry I wasn't, um, wasn't really fit at all, wasn't really into the fitness scene or anything like that. And um, over the years I kind of found myself not being really happy, not being mm-hmm. confident with how I looked. Mm-hmm. Just not being, I just was something missing in my life and then I kind of just started getting into the gym. Yeah. And then as I started to get myself active and fit, then I started to hang on a second, I really like this. This is something uh, I can make a career out of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I really liked it, you know, and I uh, really liked the idea of helping other people, yeah. you know, and because okay. where I was doing before the team was um, teaching computers. Okay, so, interesting. Yeah, so I was teaching computers to people, and just basic computers, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But in, in the community center, as was employed with those guys. I was helping lads so that was coming into the community centre and mm-hmm. helping them get their IT skills up so they get a job you know Yeah, yeah. and uh, I really liked helping people, I really liked the teaching You know stuff
0: from there, even a different field but you knew that you had an ambition to help people and achieve goals yeah. Totally,
1: but it's just like the computers is what I did, it was what I was really yeah, yeah the helping the people was
0: the fun part, but the actual what you were helping them with wasn't what you really. Into. Yeah, it was
1: mundane, you know, mm-hmm. and you'd go in on Monday and be like, here we go again, you know? Yeah. But I really like helping people, you know, when yeah. someone got something that they didn't understand, I could see them being happy with the result, be yeah. like, yes, I have this now, I understand it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great, you know? So
0: you kind of went from teaching people computers, which wasn't your passion, so somebody yeah. else's passion, but you wanted to actually go into something that was passionate to you
1: and help somebody else. So how did that begin? What like kind of year are we talking back to you? So that would have been about... nearly yeah, 2011, 2010, right, okay. 2010 actually. That's when I kind of left that behind and then said right I'm going back to college. Yeah. So I went back to Crumman College and I've done two years there. Brilliant. It was, it was, I was lucky because I could actually get a job in Bendone on the fitness team. Mm-hmm. So because I knew someone that worked there. It's very said, hard to do. Yeah. yeah so he just said listen man if you just get into college I'll get you in as a part time staff, we'll get you trained up mm-hmm. with some spin certs and stuff like get that. Get your foot in the door, yeah, and yeah, you build from there. Yeah. So I got I got into Ben Dunn so I was working Ben Dunn part time in Ben on Jervis and then I studied personal training, because I had the fitness already. Yeah. So um then when I studied in for the personal training, I was working in, as the Ben before that, I was actually just in college just for a year. And okay. I was still doing a bit of computers. Full time college, yeah. That was yeah, full time college and I still did a bit of computers on the side, and that was just like a fitness instructor. Yeah. It was grand. It was a, it was a good introduction. The course, I, I found the course had a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. um, wasn't really applic- applicable. Yeah. It was more so like we're doing this because it's, um, it's how you get a job, or okay. it's not what you use. You know. I understand. Yeah, but that's just the way some things work. Mm-hmm. And start working with Ben and Then that's when I gets kind of giving some new members to come in and ask for a program. So they'd say like I'm new to the gym, can you introduce me to some yeah. machines and stuff? So that's when I kind of start getting into like just helping people a bit more personal. Yeah. I'd say to people, listen, come back to me in four weeks and can try- progress this program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I wasn't personal training, but I was trying to get connections with people. You were
0: getting just, an insight into how it will actually work when you eventually kind of go into that,
1: yeah. Because I was in college, when I had in the back of my mind, I I want to be getting paid for this. Yeah, rather I'd, than just doing this a
0: hobby, you want to be kind of making a living out of it, so while helping people, yeah. Yeah, and then you're doing your daily
1: duties as, on, uh, as a member of the fitness team. Yeah. So maintaining the gym, some reception, the customer, customer work, and then you'd be down teaching classes and you'd be doing classes for mm-hmm. the gym as well, you know. So it's kind of I was there for three years, and then. Yeah. I, was kind of, I, I kind of got a really good feel for kind of the fitness team, the operations of the gym on a daily basis, and I had good interaction skills after a while yeah, yeah, with members of the gym. Yeah. You know?
0: So I feel even from speaking to you before we even started this episode, when you're in Manchester the weekend, like you're still constantly learning, and you're still constantly trying to further your knowledge, because you can never really understand everything and, and know everything, so you're still going across to England, traveling around the world, Learn as much as you can, meeting all sorts of
1: different people in the industry. And How's that been? Like, is that very interesting? That's, that's the best part of this job. Yeah. You know, you're meeting new people that are like yeah. know, They um, have similar passions and they also bring different things to the table. Yeah. So you're talking to someone on the weekend and he, he, he has a different perspective on, on what he kind of, yeah. how he and what he describes to his clients. And then I'm kind of listening to that and then taking some, something away from that. You yeah. know? And that's just the guy that I met. That was doing the course that I was doing. It wasn't even what well I sure learned. Short chance. Yeah, just chance, yeah. Moment, you know.
0: That's how it works. That's connection. That's how we communicate with people. Yeah, it was amazing. and
1: we were. He gave me some names to follow, some things to read. So a lot of things on breathing and how breathing affects the body and Massive. what I can do for pain in the body and etc. Yeah. etc. Et how I can calm the nervous system down? Yeah. So it was very interesting stuff. So and something that I haven't spent a lot of time uh, looking into. I looked into meditation and I, I practice and preached that, but. Um, Never looked into just breathing, outside of meditation. Yeah, and that, that that's what he was. That's something about. that's massively important. Yeah, yeah, that's what he was talking about. You know, and then took I, I took down a few names and a few things to watch and book to get and stuff like that. So yeah. these are new events that I'll i i delve into. Thing is, with my job is, um, you're actually we are actually only qualified and insured to the square exercise. Mm-hmm. But in the like, sphere of personal training there's everything evolved, you know? Lots more to it. Yeah, there's loads to it. So, as you keep going down the the road of education mm-hmm. and discovery, yeah, you figure out. I don't know anything about that. You know, thought I it. did. It's but amazing, isn't it? Once I open the door, I figure out that there's a whole row of new doors that I have mm-hmm. to go down. You know, mm-hmm. so you open up one door, you figure Put something it leads out. to another. Exactly. Yeah. So on the weekend, we we're dealing lower our body. Mm-hmm. And the weekend kind of kicked off, and just how the nervous system interacts with the muscles, and then we looked into the actual muscles of the lower leg and the, the muscles that interact with the foot, and then we were you walked
0: your way down, kind of coming from
1: when well, we start with the muscles in the you don't have so many muscles in the foot. The muscles in the lower leg kind of control the motions and the movements okay. in the foot. The domino effect down, yeah. So we are looking into those muscles, and then we are looking into the anatomy of the foot, and then we are looking into how the foot interacts with the knee and the hip. You know, so if you have a if you have a weakness in the lower leg that can kind of alter how you squat or how you deadlift, yeah. it can be responsive for a f- flat feet, a hyperextended arch. Really? You know, if you can't dorsiflex, you can't flex, all these kind of motions and movements. And then we're looking at the muscles that are responsible for these movements and then figuring out, hang on a second, if you don't have this dorsiflexion, then that means you're not going to be able to squat, or that means you're going to have to squat with some compensation up the chain. and.
0: So it all has an effect on something else. So even though some people kind of, even myself included, would go to the gym and know a kind of routine of what to do, like I'm going to train chest today, I'm going to train arms today, and we do it our way and that's where a personal training I feel comes in because when I first got introduced to you and, and done sessions with you, you showed me a complete different side to technique and form, like I didn't even realise that there's so much things you need to do before you go and lift that 20kg weight up or whatever weight you're picking up because if you're not lifting it right, you're going to end up getting injured you're going to end up having a massive effect in the long term and I didn't realise that there's a lot more science it and a lot more information that needs to be known and I feel that's where kind of a personal trainer's role should come in, it's not all about kind of just saying here's me now and I want to look like this in six months, like it's not just an A to B straight away you're going to transform me,
1: there's a lot that needs to be learned and practiced and you need to be consistent I feel mm. as well, yeah. That's the thing, everybody wants to come in and just go from A to B, yeah. you know, everybody. But from getting to A to getting to B, the problem is what people forget, you have to transform internally for the external to change. Really, yeah? You know, That's the fourth step. Yeah, yeah, your, your mindset, your belief systems and everything like that. So when you're kind of thinking of that transformation, there's a lot more behind the transformation, you know. And if someone is selling that there isn't more behind the transformation, well then, what I would argue with that is, I'd like to see, you know, the after photo, the before and after. Yeah. I'd like to see the after after photo.
0: Yeah. Six months on from yeah, that, yeah, have you yeah, still yeah. maintained what you've just achieved? Exactly. Anybody yeah. can
1: really put your head down, knuckle down, and lose a few pounds for a holiday coming up. You know, anybody can do that. It's but then, as
0: soon as winter comes in and the, the holidays pass, are you going to still maintain that that physique? Are you still going to maintain? you still going to be happy? I suppose because yeah. I know it's not always about kind of just achieving one body type or one kind of physique and feel good. You've got to be happy, and you've got New, to be healthy. Energy, sleep, energy, yeah, exactly. amazing. Well, yeah. Sense of well-being. Mm-hmm.
1: These are all massive part- factors in yeah. in the, so to speak, the journey of a transformation. Yeah, you know. So that, that that's what my own education. I'm constantly trying to look at courses and look at kind of people I want to like knock heads, bump heads with, yeah, and then say, oh yeah, this guy's an interesting guy. I've been following him for a while. I want to see. I want to learn from, him and I want to see yeah. what he's about in person. So I just go and I just go and see what he's teaching, and where he are, and I try. I try my best to come. And how up.
0: do you feel in terms of if you were yourself six years ago, or even going back before you even fully got into the fitness industry? Mm. What would you tell yourself six years ago now, when you were kind of sitting down on the couch, coming in from from school or work, whatever it was, and you kind of felt like oh, I don't want to go to gym. I don't want to even go outside. I want to just sit in for the night now, chill out and do nothing. What would you say to yourself six years ago? Like, what what motivation would you give to yourself?
1: What would you feel that would boost you? Yeah. So in terms of motivation and stuff like that, everyone is different, depending on where they are at that moment. So the reason is like, why would I be sitting in the house? You know, is that just a is that a, an attitude issue? You know, maybe I might have a negative attitude. It's just laziness, or yeah, exactly. is yeah. laziness, and then his laziness caused because the fields I'm eating the yeah, living. Yeah, I was you thinking know? that even
0: just diet has a massive
1: impact on how you feel. Hundred percent, yeah. yeah. If you're, you know, if you're eating too much of the bad stuff and not enough of the good stuff. It's definitely gonna have uh, fluctuations in your energy levels. It's gonna gonna it can potentially skew your hormones. It can skew. You can mess with your sleep and so forth, so on. But like. If I was to look back and tell myself back in those days, and um, when say I wasn't involved in fitness, mm-hmm. what well, the number one thing is, I would probably say to myself is look into and get in touch with people that know what they're doing. Yes, before anything, and then do and follow and ask questions about them. You know, because it makes the process so much more um, enjoyable mm-hmm. when you're nearly looking up to someone, you know, that, yeah. that, that, that you can touch Straight into. Create a
0: benchmark and kind of say, look, whether it's a friend that's in the gym. Exactly. And um, whether it's a personal trainer you don't even know, just reach out or maybe just get some advice and some tips. Follow them on from social there. media. Yeah, exactly. Follow yeah, on Facebook, yeah.
1: follow them on Instagram, Snapchat, wherever platform you use the most. So that kind of identifying people that you like. And your time will change, you know, the people that I used to follow and admire and look up to you three years ago is different than today, in yeah. Yeah, that's, another that's three interesting. years, another three years we knew people, you Yeah, know? that's right, because you're yeah.
0: constantly learning, you've, you've kind of absorbed all the information you need to get out of those people, they're still very valuable but you want to learn more and you're eager to learn more, yeah. Exactly. Right? In that
1: place and time and the moment, they were everything and they really, really helped me to kind of get to where I am today, but I have, want to, to, grow I have, I have to change this circle yeah. to kind of get on to the next phase, you know, yeah. so it's kind of like, taking as much as you can moving on, taking as much as you can moving on You know, yeah. and that's the kind of process and the, the main thing is um, sometimes I forget it, sometimes you all forget it it's just enjoying the process you know? it's a lifestyle is, isn't yeah, it? there is no end, there is no end to anything if it's your job, if it's your fitness journey it's not the holiday, it's not the Christmas break, it's not the summer it's just kind of being like I need to do something that I enjoy there's so many ways that you can incorporate exercise into your lifestyle mm-hmm. you know, if you like yoga, do yoga You know. If you do yoga five times a week, it will it help you lose weight? Yes. Is it the best thing to lose weight? No. But if you do it five times a week for every week of your life, yes, you will lose weight in mm-hmm. the long term. It's probably not going to be the quickest Consistency. thing. Consistency. That's the thing, you know? Yeah. You don't have to get down to the class that's make you run around the circle with 1500 people in it and you don't like being out breath mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're out of breath and you feel uncomfortable because yeah. you're like, oh, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And these 10 guys or girls over here look like they're. Like super fit and strong, yeah, experts, yeah, yeah. You know, and they so all
0: started somewhere too. Yeah. Everybody had to begin somewhere. I always feel like some people say, "I don't want to go to gym because they don't, they don't like the social anxiety of being around different people when they're only starting to try mm. lose weight and they don't want other people looking at them and stuff." Get out, go for a run, run around a park, get around. You can't run, walk. The world you know? is your gym. You know, I mean, you yeah, don't have to yeah. jump and, straight into the gym, don't you? Not. Know?
1: And put you on that is like, let's say, for example, you're not comfortable being in the gym. So that's something that you must identify because that's a barrier. Okay, so if yes, I'm not comfortable, yes. if I'm not comfortable being around people exercising, then I need to figure out um, something where I can exercise where I'm not around these people. Yes, where well, that's going to a small boutique studio where it is just one on one. So going on with the premises and just like me and my trainer and maybe another trainer and his client. That's it. Yes. Or it's just exercising the house, or it's going for a jog, or it's going for a run. One step at a time, building up that. Or it's trying to find an online coach and say, listen, how's it going? I'm looking for something to help me. I'm limited equipment because I don't like the gym at the moment. Um, this is how I look, this is how I feel. Can you get me, let's just say, for example, it's a female, she's wearing size so 16. Can you get me down to a size 12 without going to the gym? And then I want to go to the gym. Just in this moment in time, yes. I don't want to go to the gym, you know, because I don't feel mm-hmm. comfortable. Yes. But I like idea of going to the gym.
0: And there's kind of no really excuse nowadays with, with resources and stuff like the internet has everything. I mean,
1: there's no c- excuse. But at the same time, we're in a darker place than ever mentally, physically, really, yeah. and all of you above. You know, yeah. In terms of like toxins, workload, people expect to work for longer hours. That's so a good I point. Can. Yeah,
0: that's, when you look at it from that angle, it's part of the change. The
1: information is there, but yeah. unfortunately, people's uh, we have a massive epidemic of mental health issues. You know. Yes. And we have uh, people that are really in a bad place in nutritional deficits and hormonal issues and all these things are going to have massive issue on you mentally and physically but as you said all the information is out there but it's like when someone says someone that's depressed and you say like uh, go do something you can show them what to do. But it's actually it's a getting them, them to do, do it. With, yes. you know, how do you get someone that doesn't want to do something to do yeah. even the basics? And then for
0: one person it might be easy, it might be a walk in the park, and then the next person might find it very difficult. Like everybody's different, every body type is different, and every personality has, has a different effect I suppose. And that's yeah. why
1: I keep learning, that's why I keep studying. You yeah, know. you're doing an amazing job though I have to say you yeah. are.
0: much. Even speaking to people, your name is getting out there, your clientele has probably grown a lot I'd say over the last couple of years. They're I they're mean you only on, started yeah. from small number and, and now you're fully booked up week by week.
1: And that's that, that that's just people that see my passion and people yes. when, when they interact with me they figure out quickly that it's personalised. Yes. You know, and I really want to get another person behind You Build it. up
0: a relationship, not just get in and six weeks later.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. a lot of people come to me that they are coming from an area where they've been injured. Yes. Or they've been doing something that you're unsuccessful with. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, you have been going to the classes or have been dealing with running and I still can't shift the weight, you know, or I got a person trying before, it was okay, but I didn't feel as if like it was, it was working for me. Okay. So then I'm just trying to, like, I am s- then using those points like where they are mentally, where they are physically, what the food is like at the moment, mm-hmm. what their work is like and the stress levels in their life. Try to understand those key pillars before changing anything, yeah. Yeah, you know, if someone has a stressful job, let's say they're a manager and um, the job is quite demanding and you might have to get some overtime Like you might have to stay back. Yes two or three times a week you know just with the managing staff and just the facility where they're in deadlines so, and everything yeah exactly deadlines and it just needs to be done the last thing I want to do if someone say for example we're booked in in the evening like yeah I have to stay back an hour and work so I have to do an hour of overtime today so then it's flying back home to get some food to fly to the gym to meet you for the session so it was a long day not feeling great didn't sleep good last night because I'm asking these questions how was your work how was sleep how was this how was that Oh, last thing I want to get those people to do is go to their gym and push super hard, get on the prowler, do some prowler runs. Put them under more pressure, a different more type stress. of pressure, but more stress, more stress. yeah, that's then, true. Then they come home after the session, they're like, thanks, on." you really maybe sweat, that was great. But then they're amped up, their body's still in this stressful this, this environment. Nothing's changing. Exactly, nothing's changing. And then you go home, you don't have a great sleep because it was a massive, long, stressful day. Wake up the next day and you have to do it all again. And then that's, that's not sustainable. And then the cracks come in. So then they woke up a bit late because they're wrecked tired and then they missed their breakfast and then they're flying to work and then the lunch isn't great because they're feeling kind of shitty, so they want a bit of chocolate to feel a bit better and so forth and so forth. So like it's, it's understanding the, the lifestyle of the individual and then being like, Well maybe it's best best not to do with the parents today, maybe it's best to do A, B, and C exercises and we can do that, you're still burning energy but then we can relax at the end of the session we can do some breathing techniques, we can go through some stretches we can set you up to go home, have a meal and then relax and then go to bed when it's time for you to go to bed and then you're probably going to get a better sleep and try to get up early Constantly, gradually get better
0: and better, just build it up Yeah, because even when you're just saying there about you know, if their day starts off bad, they're going to have probably an effect on their breakfast and their meals for that day I was just thinking what's kind of your thoughts obviously being a personal trainer on like the likes of intermittent fasting and stuff like that what would you feel about people that are not eating until 12 in the day fasting for 16 hours from the previous day and then only eating for like an 8 hour period and then they have to I know some people not myself but some people would have I've done the diet I've tried it it has worked but it's not something that I'd probably be able to stick to people feel that they can eat flexibly then they can eat kind of what they like, not just eat a lot of crap, but be able to have that bar of chocolate and be able to have that that pack of crisps and not have to just be eating clean. What do you think on, on that type of thing? Do
1: you feel that that's... So essentially what you're doing in the intermittent fasting window is you're... In 24 hours, you're kind of taking out know, 16 of those hours, so you have a window of 8 hours. Okay. So typically where it is 16 hours, you probably sleep for anywhere between 6 to 9 hours. Yes, yes. So then, obviously, depending on your own, you're only awake for either... 7 or 8 hours where you're not eating food, where you're not allowed to be filled and then you have the 8 hours where you're waking day where you can eat restricting the time where you can eat so therefore the likelihood of you over consuming food is lower you know and there's lots of benefits to intermittent fasting as well lots of good stuff with good health and everything like that but just in terms of kind of like how people can think they can eat what they like because you only have 8 hours to eat and you're not going over the top on like say junk food is you can have a bar or you can have a pack of crisps or whatever. Maybe the meals that you have—say you have three meals within those eight hours, so you're eating a meal in three hours, yes, every two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And you want to have a snack in there. Your meals probably aren't going to be anything over five, six hundred calories if they're somewhat healthy. Okay. So that's where you're probably only consuming fifteen, sixteen hundred, eighteen hundred calories, and then you can have a chocolate bar for two hundred calories because you're still only consuming two thousand calories. Yes. So overall, anyway, yeah. The male like yourself with your same same body weight, overall having two. 2000 calories a day will probably still make you lose weight, so it's just it's, it's actually just a numbers game, okay. That's typically where it is for most people. Now, intermittent fast intermittent fasting itself is, is, a, is a great tool that I use with some clients. So, the client that I had before this podcast, she is um, she's up at half six in the morning, so where or she doesn't have breakfast because it just doesn't suit her lifestyle, she doesn't wait, she doesn't want to wake up. She's want to wake up earlier to make a breakfast to get to work early. She's more comfortable not to eat food until half nine, ten ten o'clock. Okay. So then she would fast from the evening before about eight o'clock. Okay. So that's she's about eight to about nine ten the next day. So it's not quite sixteen hours. Okay. But it's about it's manageable. Yeah, for her that's the fast that we do, you know. Okay. So then she kind of break her fast at like ten a.m. Okay. And then she's finished finish eating probably anywhere about like 7-ish. You know? So she's only really up about three
0: and a half hours, four hours she's eating and then come seven in the evening and then she just has to just start getting ready to just fast again. Exactly. So it's actually pretty, it's sustainable.
1: Yeah and for her yeah. that's, so she does that one to Friday mm-hmm. and then the weekends where she's not working she doesn't end up in fast. Right so she can be
0: flexible and enjoy yeah, yeah, weekend yeah. and reward herself then if she's eating well.
1: That's exactly it so she, we're all doing most of my clients today October. So yeah, yeah it's, it's very interesting. I've seen
0: that actually on the Joe Rogan podcast, they're doing it um, a couple so of So It's very yeah. interesting, yeah. It's
1: going on a few years now with lots of people, well, a lot of gyms still, you know, yeah. because it's just coming up to Christmas, and then with yeah. Christmas coming up, there's Christmas parties, there's more social events, there's Christmas itself. There's it's really very hard, hard to
0: be strict then. Yeah, yeah exactly. You might have any holidays coming up, so your motivation mightn't be as high, although we're saying you can't be just setting the goal as a holiday, but that can kind of give people the extra
1: push yeah. and, and you motivation. You can your health and your well-being is not going to be the best there around Christmas time. Yeah. So yeah. We try to optimise a lot of systems and try to get any extra pounds from the holidays mm-hmm. off, try to get them fitter, faster, moving a bit better and then coming to Christmas they're in a really good position to be able to enjoy the extra night out yeah. or have the extra bit of feeling. Reward themselves. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we're calling it a pre-empting what's going to happen in yeah. December. Now the diets that all my clients are on, it's not really a diet diet, it's more of a food plan. That is suited to them, mm-hmm. you know. So, if they don't enjoy what they're eating, they tell me and then we, we talk Challenge, about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If there's a meal that's not suiting, like if there's something that's taken too long to prepare, whatever it may be. But most of my clients over time, they see the value in eating healthy, mm-hmm. so they put value in making yes. their meals, yes. and preparing meals. You know, you'll kind of supply the template, yeah, if yeah. there's
0: any amendments to be made, they'll let you know, and you'll kind of just tailor to suit. The you client themselves, because every client's obviously different. You can't give out the same food plan to every single client because it won't sue anybody
1: then. No, like that, that girl is was into much faster, but she's my only client that does it. Really, yeah? Yeah, so I don't have any other clients doing do fast.
0: Was that her choice, or was that something you kind of did she suggested? Well, she said she's
1: stuck for time in the morning. So, so we look feasible, out, yeah. Yeah, we cut out that meal, we cut out the stress, you just drink water in the morning. She has a small lunch, I think it's between, it depends on our day. Yep. She gets a small lunch anywhere between half nine and half ten. Okay. If she gets a half an hour break. So she either breaks her fast at half, nine, or ten, or half ten. Yeah. So either, it depends on the given day. So we're mm-hmm. flexible again that. She just don't stress it early. You don't have to, it's not like you're breaking your fast too early or too late. Yeah. You might have to break it early. It's fine. When you get your you break walk around work, the day. Because the day will always probably yeah, be a lot she different. Has to yeah, work, you know. So well, when, when the break comes around, that's when you break your fast. Yes. Big break, at one o'clock, half one. Then she gets to have what she wants then at lunch, you know. And then when she comes home, there's options for dinner. As so I said, the recipes, yes. and, they, and then they tell me what, the, what, what kind of suits them. If, no, if nothing suits them, then we walk we around like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Typically, the recipes are your your typical Irish dinners, but kind of spruced up in a more health-oriented yeah, yeah. way. You know? mm-hmm. So there's still the cornerstones you have in here. But have your carbs. You have your veggies, and then you have your meat. Yes. You know. So she's cooking for the family. She has three kids. So
0: that's what I was kind of wondering because I was doing a bit of research myself before I came here, um, with like ketogenic diets. Like, what do you think of them? Do you think they're they're beneficial or do you think
1: super benefit, super beneficial? The problem is with ketogenic diet is it's very 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 challenging for someone that's just a general population, a normal joke. So stick to it. You know, so if you're going from what we call like just eating without thinking about it, or unconscious eating, eating as you are going to go yes. along, yeah. And um, it's very hard to say, okay, I'm going to do ketogenic diet. Now, ketogenic diet, there's studies to prove that it is uh, probably this is controversial, but the best for losing fat in the shortest amount of time. Okay, there's lots of lots of metrics and stuff that have been measured to say like there's lots of good stuff going on so ketogenic diet is a, is a really good form of dieting you know it's a really good kind of plan and technique of losing fat mm-hmm. that you said someone can follow mm-hmm. the the issue is of that it's just like you're not in your average joe is just kind of sticking to that plan okay it's quite restricted you know so ketogenic uh, ketogenic eating as i say would be a very 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 low carb diet yes. you know, the low carbs and all this stuff and paleo and all this stuff has been around a long time ketogenic is just kind of it's nearly prioritizing your fat intake Okay. moderate protein and like I said very very low carb Okay. these, are, these are like different responses within in the body and then these responses are really kind of beneficial for the body to yes. burn fat now again the big factor on the whole ketogenic thing is you still must be in a calorie deficit just said with the intermittent fasting. To lose weight, you've got to be in a calorie Yeah, Yeah, so again, you have to have restricted calories. Now, generally speaking, a lot of people over-consume on carbohydrates. Okay. And fat and protein is very satiating. So it's very difficult to kind of over-consume on fat and say, for example, buttered, popcorn, but- buttered uh, chicken. Yes. You know, so if you had chicken with a, that was made in a high-fat content, okay. you know, that had high-fat to it, Vegetables, well, a, f- a few vegetables. You're not really going to overconsume on that. But okay. with carbohydrates, it's very yeah, easy to just very easy. You know, just continue to eat. Yeah, even with sweet potatoes, some people have this thing that oh, sweet
0: potatoes are good for you. Of course, they're good for you, but you can't eat too much of them because too much carbohydrates, you're not going to you're not going to get your goal and, and re- re- kind of achieve what you've set out to achieve from the get go. Yeah, you've got to be careful. I noticed with my fitness pal, the app, um, when I actually put what I was eating in on the app and it was given back to me what, what I'm eating, how many calories I'm taking in. It recommended if I wanted to achieve X amount of kilograms by X amount of time, it, it said, eat 1600 calories. Yes. Whereas I would have been touching on nearly 2000 a day. Yes. Unconsciously eating. Yeah, um, yeah. So like what you said, you've got to be, you don't have to go measure everything I suppose and, and look at every, the back of every single packet, but just to be conscious that what you're putting in accumulates and adds up and it might go a little bit over and you want to be in that calorie deficit to
1: lose weight and achieve your goals, yeah. yeah. Wherever diet kind of suits you, whether, whether it is the of fasting, yeah, Are you going to try out the ketogenic diet, or mm-hmm. you just going to start with kind of you said, there watching your field and my fitness pal, yes. You just have to make sure in the calorie deficit. You now, a big problem is what a lot of people is uh, they, they go from unconscious eating and very little exercise, okay, to exercising three or four times a week and then doing a uh, very, very big deficit, okay. So, say for example, they, to maintain their body weight, they should be eating two thousand calories. Okay. We start eating a thousand calories. Go from and, that to that, and start exercising four times a week, which can't be healthy. You know, so from cutting their calorie consumption probably more than half, and then increasing their activity from zero to four times a week, it's probably that that in itself is going to be stress on the body. Yes. You know, so things should be done in steps. You know, reduce slowly, reduce the calorie intake. Start focusing on being healthy rather than losing the weight, and yes. then like lose this fat asap. Okay. Because yes, you might achieve that, but like we said already, it needs to be sustainable. it Needs to be something you can stick to, because it is—it's a lifestyle in sense. And, it's, and it's where is where is gonna be the after after photo? You know. That's what you're interested in. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and that's what everybody should be interested yeah. in. You know, look good all the time, and you can do it. You can do it by just kind of learning or suit yourself, figuring out what works for you, and then saying yes I can stick to this yes you know if you can't stick to it well then it's not going to be sustainable yes yeah you might get in shape for your holidays but ultimately you're not going to be able to hold on to that shape or figure or that happiness that you've created with being mm-hmm. in this physical state you know so when you pull on the weight again because what you've been doing is unsuccessful your happiness is going to go with that yes. and then your confidence in yourself is going to go and then your self esteem is going to go and then it's going to be super hard to get back into the gym yes. because you have low confidence and low self-esteem. So you have to muster up this massive motivation again and you have to do it all and again. Start all over again. And what happens to a lot of people is they do it, they don't do it, they do it, they don't do it, they do it, they don't do it. And then you say, I oh, never yeah, I've been there myself. I mean, you
0: are your main motivator. You should be. You always should You've be. got to get up and, and just go. I find if I come in from work, if I sit down on the couch, um. I'm not getting back up. I always find that's the case. I could be eight hours after doing a work shift, sit down. I find it very difficult to get back up. I find it very difficult to get motivated and go up and lift weights or run on a treadmill. Whereas if I come in, have my dinner, before I sit down on the couch or before I stick on Netflix or barrier any other is, yeah. procrastinating thing I'll do, I go. I immediately go to the gym. So and that, that, that works the, for me. That's yeah, That's
1: a barrier to for yourself. If you say... Because obviously a mental switch when you sit down on the couch or when you just like, chill out in the room or in a room or wherever maybe, then you need to know. Then you need to say avoid do that. That's a mental switch that's gonna make it super hard for me to get up and go again. Yes. So it's better at all for me to keep on going. Mm-hmm. So for someone like yourself, I would merely say like, with work, I wouldn't go home. I would maybe bring a small meal. That's really good. So yeah, that's if really you good have a lunch at one o'clock, prepare something else. So like it's like your pre-workout meal, and yes. that can be anything that kind of suits you. it. If you don't have a lot of time, you can make an extra portion of the dinner the night before. Yes. Store a little bit at box so it's not like a, it's not like your lunch, but just like a. And you're not a going a away making it Yes. Yes. The mini dinner from the night before. Mhm. Put that into it, Put that into it about an hour before you go training. Lots of water, then just kind of get the body hydrated, get nearly prepared for the exercise. Yeah. And jump straight to the gym. Not go home. Yeah, not go home. It's if crazy. I know that, that
0: that's going to be the blocker or, or the boundary, avoid it. Exactly. And I see exactly. some people as well. If mine is going to work, coming home, and being tired, some people get up at 6 in the morning, get their session out of the way, first thing in the morning, so when they come in, they've got the evening for themselves, they can relax yes and not have to worry about going to the gym I, I would think of maybe considering that as well what do you think of that would that
1: be a good idea? It would it is again it's figuring out how you work and how you operate yeah. some people can get up early and then they feel as if they have nearly an energy boost and a feel good really, boost yeah. from getting up going to the gym doing their workout and then going to work do you feel that yes they've already achieved kickstart the, the day they've already started on a good note yeah they're happier going into the office being happier and having better energy and better meals is probably going to get you forward in life, when yes. you're in your work environment, you know, because people mm-hmm. want to be around someone that's happy, energetic and all this stuff, yeah. you're probably more productive about your job anyway. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. And it, then, all, it all adds up, it's a domino yeah. effect down. Yeah. And then
1: all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, you get to go home at four or five o'clock and that's you saying, I already went to the gym, I already got my workout out of the way. That's that box ticked. The evening is to myself. You yeah. Know, if you can't get out of bed early, well then don't beat yourself up about it. You just need to say, I don't do the mornings, I don't like oh, okay. getting up super early. Yes. My option is to, you, you know, mm-hmm. and the big problem is for a lot of people say, oh, "Don't factor in doing something on the weekend," you know. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always try to get something on the weekend. That's what I At least one day. At least one day.
0: Yeah, because you've obviously got to have your rest and some, you know, cheat day as such where you can indulge in feels that you probably haven't eight for five or six days, but the weekend isn't like completely. What I would say is yeah,
1: so. no what I'd say is you're not working on the weekend. Yeah. So there's gonna be a lot of energy and there's gonna be more time. There. Yes. Okay. Yes, everyone does we have their schedules for the weekend. Okay. But it's nearly trying to figure out can I fit in the gym for an hour in the morning or in, in the afternoon mm-hmm. or even later in the day. And then I would say the benefit of doing that is if you said like a cheat day, I wouldn't have a cheap day but I would have a meal that's off plan. Okay. And that kind yep. of you can socialise if you're going out for a meal with friends. Or if you're having a meal with the girlfriend, working around that, yeah, yeah. If you're having a meal with a girlfriend, or you just want to have some ice cream, or you just want to kind of have something that's going to help have that like mental and emotional kind of release because I had the food that I wanted. It's
0: nearly a rewarding system that I've worked for four or five days in the gym. Yeah. I've been eating really clean. I want to I enjoy some
1: ice cream after the meal, or I want to just have this kind of meal, or I want to go out and have a glass of wine with my friends. You can go off to the gym that day when you know you're going out that evening. You can get the workout in. You can try and have good energy after, it, better mood, and then also you've borne some calories from the exercise. So then that you're means, nearly
0: going to be almost in the calorie deficit anyway. Though, well, it's
1: going to help you. It's going to it's going to balance gonna itself you. out. Yeah, it's going to help you. You know, it depends on how much you indulge. But if you're going to the gym, you're probably going to burn calories that you wouldn't have borne that if you didn't go to the gym. Yes. So then, if your goal is fat loss and weight loss, you're already cutting an advantage. Yes. You know, and then the day after kickstart. Yeah, the day after then. I always say, even if it is your complete rest day, mm-hmm. make sure you go for a walk. You know, if it's walking to the shops just to pick up something that you wanted to drive up for. Yeah. Or if it's just literally saying, like, I'm going to get up and I'm just going to put my headphones in, listen to the podcast, and I walk for half an hour. You know? Not,
0: not really create a rest day as just doing nothing for the day. Still an active day. Still just stay active. Just go for a walk. Just yeah. half
1: an hour for some fresh year. Because you would know?
0: probably find um, it'd be difficult to go from four days of working out a day of just completely resting yourself and then having to jump back into that kind of still say stay on the go and stay in that frame of mind that you want to be active and you want to be... 15 minutes yeah.
1: to the shot and 15 minutes back that's a massive you know, if difference and if you have a dog that's a great tool to kind of get you out because the dog needs to walk so you yeah. just take that upon yourself but I'm not going to gym today, I'm not at work today I'll just put a dog in, that's Simple. it you know, that, that's it, that's the only thing and then again you don't need to feel guilty for not doing something because mm-hmm. you walked a dog or you just went to a walk and it
0: also feeds back into like people nowadays you're hearing the, the stats of mental health even that simple walk can just make a massive difference yeah big breaths breathe the fresh air in just get out
1: get out of that stuffy environment yeah. get some fresh air milk the body tell the girlfriend or the wife or the friends or whoever's around you that you're back in 20 minutes you're going for a walk just go that's it play, play a podcast play your favourite music come back practice some gratitude you know and then just walk back to the house you're going to feel better about yourself you know 100% even it's only a twenty minute walk. Like you set yourself difference. up. You set yeah. yourself up. You know, if it it's just before you get to bed, or if it's first thing in the morning. Yeah. you know, or if it's the middle of the day. You know, wherever, wherever suits. What you, I was gonna ask
0: you and um, some books you've been reading or have read in the past, kind of even one or two books that's meant something to you and helped you become the person you are today. That we can maybe just share with with people listening that they might pick this book up and it might have an impact on them it might help them uh, oh, achieve yeah. goals what do you feel kind of was that book
1: so again different books at different times Yes. so where you are mentally whether we were speaking on the start podcast the people that I followed and that inspired me 3 years ago and to people that I follow and inspire me nowadays no. so the book that I read 3 years ago isn't going to be as valid as it is in this time no. place because you will evolve but let's say for example if you want to be inspired yes. and you want to Take uh, on a new journey, or you want to kind of change what you're doing, you're in your daily living at the moment. I'd say good book is uh, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. And he touches on a few different different chapters, touching different things. but he touches on a good thing called the ten thousand hour rule. Right. I've Never heard of that. It's basically just goes he sort of explains and um, if you want to become an expert in anything, it takes you ten thousand hours. Really? Yeah. And that's becoming like an absolute expert. You know, so if you want to, like the Beatles ten thousand hours, you know Beethoven ten thousand hours, whether it's be field, any craft, yeah, Nobel Prize winners ten thousand hours, you know bodybuilders ten thousand hours. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't ma- happen overnight. Mathematicians, but ten thousand hours a rough ballpark where you'll come an absolute expert. expert. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm still a few hours off the of 10,000, <laughs> but we're getting there. We're getting very there, close, yeah. I'd say very close at this we're stage. Yeah. we getting there. But yeah, 10,000 hours, so that's a really yeah. good concept. But then he also talks about. People getting into the NBA, people getting into the NHL. He talks about all different things. Malcolm Gladwell outliers. So it's a really good book if you kind of want some motivation. Yes. And you want some inspiration because he he on some different case studies mm-hmm. and different people and their journeys. Gives good examples, good references. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you can read that and you can kind of take, oh, you no way, you know, and kind of gives you some perspective. Yeah. You know, an and insight into what actually is involved. But he's also saying you're getting better as you go. You know, year one is a Lot harder than year two. Year two, you can see yeah. your improvements from year one, mm-hmm. you know, so you're picking up and he kind of explains that projection. So somebody really said good. to
0: me there recently, um, it takes three weeks to form a habit,
1: yeah. That's another good book you can actually read, it's called uh, The Power of Habit, yeah. Charles Doug, Prince right. Doug, Charles Doug, but it's called the Power of Habit, and that's he kind of, he kind of explains, that, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, the, the whole mechanism of behind it and how we form a habit, you know, and, yeah. I say kind of like good craft. habits
0: we obviously want good habits we don't want to be falling into bad habits so whether it's going for a walk like you said there a couple of minutes ago if you do that for even up to four to six weeks it'll just become a routine it'll just become where you're coming in you want to just do it again you're filling that schedule that you've set in for the week and you're just carrying out a routine, it just comes natural,
1: yeah? 100%, but it's also being able to identify your bad habits yeah, and mm-hmm. being kind of aware of them, but that's it, you don't understanding them and like, accepting them. Aware, awareness yeah. you know, oh yeah I do do that, you know? Just
0: being in denial with them you're never going to change then, if you just keep pushing it aside and saying that's not me, I don't do that, yeah, you've got to just face it.
1: And be aware, just to open your eyes to it, even if yeah. you're not in a place at the moment to change it, you can even be in a place just to know it Take it down and say, Oh, yeah, that, that is me, and, this and is that's
0: something that won't change overnight either. You're gonna to have to work on that as well, but just being conscious about it, yeah. Definitely. Before I finish off, Kiran, I just wondering for people that are listening that aren't probably going to the gym or are eating bad and haven't got good habits yet, but they're working on it and thinking about it, what supplements would you kind of recommend for somebody just to take daily anyway? Whether they're lifting weights, whether they're trying to lose weight, what supplements do you think people should be using? Kind of the
1: first answer to that is it depends, like really? with. Like but what do I eat should I eat? What okay. training plan is it? Depends. On the Sim- simply for the fact is you're gonna have different characteristics and you're gonna have different deficiencies and you're gonna have different. Your body's gonna have different demands then. Okay. Then Michelle, that's that's a bit older, a bit younger. You know, if you're mm-hmm. underweight or overweight or if you have more muscle and less muscle. So there's so many into the factors. But there is a few uh, supplements that your viewers should look into. Okay. And then see what the benefits of these supplements are and then they might um, implement them into your life then yeah, yeah they might say hang on I wouldn't mind trying to supplement because these benefits seem quite good you know mm-hmm. I would say um, I, I would say avoid whey proteins and stuff at the moment for anyone simply because you should just focus on real foods
0: they're not really you can get them from, from whole foods anyway you don't really need to be taking this powder form exactly, everyday Yeah, yeah. So I was I thinking would, that you can eat your protein yeah Look yeah I
1: it. would say I would say for most for most people just try to avoid your white proteins, avoid completely uh, BCAA's, branch chain amino acids there's uh, literature out there now to just prove that they actually they're debunked, you know, they don't actually do anything And crazy. just natural ways yeah, so save your money there um, and the supplements that I would recommend uh, your viewers and listeners to, listen, uh, to look into would be fish oil, so good quality fish oil um, cod liver yeah, but the, again, it's it's all about the quality of the supplement and yeah. the bioavailability of that supplement. So it's all about the brands okay. and 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 the quantities of uh, actual omega three okay. six and nine and the DHA and EPA in that fish oil. And um, it's not just like not will take any alpha shot. So it's looking to get find find a good quality yeah. brand. And yeah. um, one could be Nordic, okay, uh, or, or DIC. Yeah, Look at the Nordic brand they do different types. Um, Another thing another to come in into winter could be vitamin D. Vitamin D, yeah. yeah. We're we'll lacking since, that. Yeah, since the Northern Hemisphere country, summer's gone, winter's coming in, Light, daylight's going to be at a low for mm-hmm. all of us since we're going to be typically working in those daylight areas. And
0: going into work. Dark. Dark. Even work coming dark. out dark. <laughs> so, yeah, we know too well. Eventually Spanish. clouding your head and becoming Negative and, and thinking
1: dark thoughts, yeah. So, vitamin D can kind of help that. That has lots of benefits. Look at the benefits of vitamin D3. Magnesium, this is another really good supplement. Yeah. It's another mineral that the body uh, uses for lots and lots of processes within the body. But yep. again, a lot of people are deficient in magnesium. So, before you assume it, you could get that checked get out. Get the
0: bloods magnesium, done, yeah. go to the GP, get the bloods taken, and, and see what the results are. Because exactly. everybody's different. Like you said, that's when I asked the question. I really respected that you said everybody's different. There's no point you going and recommending 10 things. Five of them mightn't work for one person, exactly. and the other five might. percent um, I was just thinking, um, with supplements, the likes of Holland and Barrett, or the yeah. health stuff, where would you
1: recommend people to I shop would, for that? I would avoid Holland and Barrett, a lot of the brands of Holland and Barrett aren't best, but not all of them. Okay. Um, I would go to, depending on different health stores, and then to which is your best probably place uh, to buy supplements is online. Online. And just looking at do a bit of events. research, yeah. Yeah, do looking at different vendors, looking at different companies, looking at different stores and stuff people like that will, online.
0: Previous customers will leave reviews, so you'll you know the proof will be yeah, there. The yeah. button,
1: yeah. It's it, Amazon's good. All you hear is good. There's lots of different shops and all that stuff out there. Right. But again, I would just really focus on um, looking at the quality of the maker of the supplements. More so than
0: the price. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. 100%. The cheapest brand mightn't be the best brand.
1: Yeah, yeah totally. And not even only could contain. Um, Dodgy stuff, you know, there's, there's going to contain heavy metals. The uh, study, I think, came out now in the States saying that something like um, 40% of health supplements in America contain substances that isn't listed on the ingredients. So, you Just know. Just building up. Well, these companies are making, for example, 100 different types of supplements, got companies make 100 different types of supplements. So, they not clean the machines properly and stuff like that. Now America's a lot different than Europe, but they don't take things for granted. And people still
0: order from America, so I think you're yeah, right yeah. in what you're saying. Some of the products are coming from these places, so it's good to know that. Yeah.
1: Look at the company.
0: So invest in a good brand. Good company. Do your yeah, research. Yeah, look yeah. at
1: the behind it. Like what, what do we stand for? What mm-hmm. are they in doubt, You know. Some
0: sometimes people can be quick to just jump on, the deal that's out there of fifteen rather than thirty. Yeah. The thirty euro deal could be. A lot better in the long yeah, run. It could be it
1: could be substances that you don't want to be taking. Yeah. You know, That you wouldn't take if I said you're taking it. Yeah. You know, so you have to look into these things.
0: That's brilliant, You've been very, very helpful. I want to say thank Pleasure. you so much. No problems, After Russ. I wish
1: you the best. Of luck in the future. Thanks very much. Thank you so, you too. so much, Carol. And you never know. will get on the show again. Sometimes. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. No problems, Russ. Thank you.